Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we are joined by Peter Norris from Lateral Partners. Now, Peter is a mortgage broker advisor, and he's joining us today to speak about the mortgage holiday program that is currently uh, being put in place. Now, this is a topic we talked about only a couple of days ago, uh, but we wanted to come out with an update around this because we know that so many people have questions about the mortgage holiday program, what it means, how it's implemented. And what we've found is there are often some misconceptions that we just want to iron out, I guess, within this episode. But just before we do jump into that, Peter, why don't you just introduce yourself, lateral partners, how long you've been a mortgage broker, that kind of thing. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Ed. Uh, so lateral partners uh, is a business that's been set up for five weeks now and six weeks now. Great timing to set up a new new uh, mortgage brokering business. <laughs> um, but myself and Ben are running that where we're focusing on the residential and commercial side of lending. Uh, ben more on the commercial and me residential. Together, we've got over 20 years of, of lending experience. I've done BNZ. I've run a business, uh, sold into a, into another another brokerage and just left that recently to um, to start lateral. So, yeah. So, although lateral is only five, five weeks old, uh, it doesn't have five weeks of experience behind it. Which is, no, thankfully uh, not. Which is good for anybody listening to this show. Now, Peter, we've been talking about these mortgage holidays and the and the biggest uh, misconception, it seems, is that it's a holiday as opposed to a deferral. Yeah, correct. Yeah, there's, there's. I'll say early on that that the the government and the banks are doing a tremendous job around around this mortgage holiday and around the what they, what the packages they're putting out. Um, the banks are working hard to, hard to get that across the line, and and clients are probably able to access these holidays or holidays a lot easier than they ever have done in the past. But uh, it's really the way I described it recently in a blog was that it's the holiday you maybe should think twice about taking because it's 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 not actually a holiday; it is more of a deferral. Exactly, exactly. And hey, we've just got an example here in, in front of us, um, thinking about the two different ways that you pay this down, if I've understood this right, Peter, because once you make the deferral, uh, you, you put off any mortgage payments. And of course, all of the interest that you would have been paying over that time is just added on top of the mortgage. And eventually that's got to be paid down. And there are two ways to do this, right? We can either keep the same repayment we were always having and pay it down over a longer period, or we could make a higher repayment and pay it off in the same term that we were that we were originally paying the loan off. Is that right? Yeah, correct. So the misconception that's, that's kind of been put out there is that it's a interest-free holiday uh that the banks are sort of letting that interest slide but that, that's not the case and uh, i think in fairness the banks were never going to do that so um, the interest does accrue it doesn't it doesn't disappear it continues to accrue on top of the loan and, and at the end of that six month period you either extend the term of your loan or you increase your repayments to make the, the term of the loan remain the same Exactly, exactly. Let's just run through an example as well. So I've got a calculator in front of me where we're looking at a $500,000 loan. Uh, it's it's over a 26-year period at 4%. Now, based on those uh, figures, the monthly repayment would be $2,580. Now, if you were to take a six-month deferral, you have two options. Now, if you were to go to throw it down the first path, which is where you keep the same term but increase your payments, what would, what difference would that make? Well, in essence, over the life of the loan, you would make an extra $16,235 worth of repayments, total repayments, and your monthly repayment would be $52 higher. Now, if you were to keep the same repayment, but extend 
without uh, your loan, it would be uh, a difference of about an extra nine months or so. Uh, oh, sorry, about about 11 months, I should say. And the difference there would be an extra $30,963. Total difference of almost 31 k uh, if you were to keep the same repayment, but pay it over a longer period. So these are some pretty pretty large uh, differences because it's going to be somewhere between 16 and 31 k uh, based on these figures in order to to take this this deferral and Peter yeah. what are the what are the other options that clients can investigate if they don't want to take a mortgage holiday what other what other options are there to kind of soften the blow of maybe a reduced income at the moment so the, the big the big part of that is uh is because it's so easy to access these these things that the banks are doing. I'll talk a little bit more about that first in a minute, but because it's so easy to access, you basically fill in a form and say that you've been affected by COVID-19, whether it be by health or by income. Um, now, you don't have to prove that. You just have to say that it's affected you and you get uh, the mortgage holiday. And because of that, we've, there's been close to 70,000 people that have applied for that. And I wouldn't say that there's been 70,000 people who have been drastically affected or, or in hardship. Um, so that's that's a concern for me. Uh, the other options that you've got is you've got to move your uh, lending onto interest only. So you can um, put your lending onto interest only for 12 months, and that's going to mean, obviously, that you just pay interest rather than principal as well. So your loan remains the same, but you continue to make the interest payments. The benefit to that is that in cash flow-wise, you're paying less, uh, so you've got more in your pocket. Um, but also that compared to the mortgage holiday is that you're not paying interest on interest Um which is where you get and to the big numbers that you're talking about, Ed. That's because uh, if you're if you're capitalising your principal and your interest payments, then your mortgage value is going up every month, right? Yeah, correct. And you end up paying yeah interest on interest, which um. And and so, have you seen any of these be approved yet, or is it as the bank are the banks inundated with requests? So, like, like I mentioned, there's been I mean, how, how long has it been around now? A week, and there's been there's been close to seventy thousand people apply for it. Um, so they are inundated and I'm getting three to four calls a day. It is being approved. They're doing a really good job and they've, they've set up a really good process. So banks have basically said um, their focus is on looking after existing customers experiencing distress. So new to bank customers, are, it's a lot harder. Turnaround times are a lot further out, but they've set up really simple processes to apply for these, these mortgage holidays or interest repayment. Um, so it is getting, getting approved quite quickly. Okay, that's really good. And um, and tell me, with investors, so if you've got an investment property and you're interest only already, obviously you can't, you know, that you're already on the minimum payment uh, yep. which you're able to make. Uh, can you capitalise those interest payments, uh, banks um, approving uh, investors to have um, a mortgage holiday? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, so if you're, the criteria is basically if you're affected by, COVID nineteen, then then you can then you can take one of those options. Now the the thing with that though is, and this may change in the, at some point, but at the moment, um, if you're on interest only, uh, you can't then switch to. So if you if you if you take advantage of the COVID nineteen package and move to interest only, you can't then move to the mortgage holiday. So it's really important that you get advice around what option is the right one for you at that at the time. Um, if you're an investor, and you're on interest only, you can take. You can take advantage of it because the reality is that investors are going to are going to struggle in this time. And so, some of our long term listeners, and also Peter, who's uh, looked after a lot of our investor clients, will know that we always recommend taking out a revolving credit in case of emergencies. So. 
maybe an option for some investors if you maybe your tenants are not able to make the full rent payment and can make you know um, 90% or 80% of the rent payments maybe what you can do is use your revolving credit to cover the extra 20% so that you're still making the bulk of the payment and then your, your revolving credit is just going overdrawn by the amount that actually there is a shortfall of um, would you think that might be a better idea for some investors Yes, absolutely. I think that if you can exhaust all your options first before resorting to a mortgage holiday, that's that's would be my suggested way to do it. If you've got access to revolving credit, if you've got access to to savings, that sort of thing, then I'd be I'd be suggesting that you maybe don't don't use all of it, but certainly yes. certainly look at that first. And so another thing that uh, came up today in a conversation I was having with a mortgage broker, uh, Peter, which I, maybe you've heard a little bit about this, uh, Westpac, for example, uh, if you, I'm pretty sure it was Westpac, if you take the mortgage holiday, they put a, a note on your file of financial hardship. Now that note of financial hardship is there to stay. And so whilst not all banks have this, um, that could negatively impact on your ability to borrow in the future. Would that be fair? Uh, I'm going to say that I hope that's not the case. I, it's certainly something that I've, that I've, that I've thought about. And there, I, th I think what hopefully banks recognize is that this situation uh, happened quickly and it wasn't of the doing, it wasn't because someone made mistakes. It wasn't the error yes. of the investor or of the person borrowing yes. the, the loan or the business owner. It's, it's genuine mistake and people have been put in a position where they've, they've opted for this mortgage holiday. Um, it's not the typical hardship that, we've experienced in the past where you have to be in a pretty dire straits to get this holiday. Um, absolutely. So yes, it will absolutely be loaded on the file, but will it impact yes. your future ability to borrow? Uh, I'd hope not. And this is where uh, and we always harp on about using a mortgage broker, obviously, so you're getting the best advice. You're not just necessarily going to the bank uh, because you're, you're a bit concerned at the moment. So a broker can help you discuss, obviously, other options um, before you go down this path. But if you do, and then you need future lending, and if this is an issue, then a broker can paint a story about the situation to make sure that it doesn't uh, necessarily impact your future ability to borrow. Fantastic. Well, well, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the show. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you're wondering how COVID-19 is going to impact the property market, then why not check out the webinar that we are hosting this coming Tuesday, the 7th of April, where we are going to dig into 165,000 different data points of suburb valuation data all around the country, where, so we can show which areas are going to be hardest hit by any downturn we might experience, and the ones that are going to have the most speediest recovery. So if you want to check that out, you can either go to our website, opuspartners.co.nz. Otherwise, I'm going to link in the, it in the show notes as well. So tap or swipe over the cover art. It'll take you right there. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicole. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.